Hello, my conscious soul. This is Jay Wynn. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast, where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. This is episode number 20 with Alaha. Alaha is a certified dream builder coach and life mastery consultant. Her passion is teaching clients to unlock their true potential, achieve outrageous success, and live a life they love living. You can reach Alaha via Instagram at Today is my love story, or go to www.todayismylovestory.com. In this episode, we discuss how to cultivate self-love and how to put ourselves first without feeling selfish. Here's my interview with Alaha. Thank you for being on the show, Alaha. Normally, I would start up with your personal history, who you are, where you grew up, and what were your early years were like to start up the show. My name is Alaha, and I grew up in Iran. Like I, I was born in Iran. My parents are Persian, but I grew up in Norway because, like, they moved from Iran after the revolution to Norway. But I, my childhood, my early childhood, I remember my grandmother because she raised me, and I'm talking about that because she, she's the woman who raised me. She was my mother, and, and. My childhood, I was, I was very lonely. You know, I, I had a very lonely childhood. That's what I'm gonna say. And my best friend or my closest friend was my grandma and her uh, friends. So I grew up watching them. Right.、Mm-hmm. So that is my early childhood. And then when we moved, when I, when my Parents picked me up. Like I, I actually, I went to Norway to live with my parents. Again, I was very because I didn't know my parents,、mm-hmm. you know. And this is the first time I'm actually talking about it.、Oh, I never、wow, talked about it. Yeah, thank you for sharing. <laughs> I'm, I'm recently writing my story different because I've never talked about I I don't talk about my childhood at all. But、uh, well, now that I've why 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 do you think it was that that you don't want to talk about your Childhood. I was, I was very, you know. The thing is, I was really broken, and I healed myself. I don't want to say broken.、Mm-hmm. I really healed myself for the last two years. I set out to find out what made me, what what did the what was that made me hate myself so much that I lived、wow. such a horrible life、mm-hmm. in the past decade. So I went back, and the more I went back. I found out there are things in my childhood, and after I healed recently, I noticed I love my, you know, I love everything about now. I love everything about me in my childhood, you know,、mm-hmm. and that's why I'm going to talk about it because when you get conscious, when you are aware of stuff around you, eighty percent of what happened to us shaped till the age of five.、Mm-hmm. So when I go back, and you know, you understand your life. Going back, you know, when you、mm-hmm. go back and you pay attention to everything, I've noticed that all my childhood, the childhood that I had, the the reason I, I give it a reason. They were、mm-hmm. I was being primed for this because I grew up. I, I had a very, very, very lonely childhood,、wow. but it made me a very observant person, you know.、Mm-hmm. And I grew up watching grownups around me. And、especially again, especially like you know, when I was five, my grandmother was forty. She was like 
like 40, 44 years old, you know, mm-hmm. and right now it's nothing. I'm almost, I'm almost 40. Right. But like when I, when you're five, your brain see things differently, or I was left. I always felt I grew up, hated myself, hated my mother because she left me uh, to save in my eyes. She left me, but she had to leave because my dad was a fighter and she had to go and save her and they had to run away, right? They had this mm-hmm. dramatic life, but a five-year-old don't understand. So I grew up hating myself. And that's why I ended up in a life, you know, I picked someone for myself, you know, and blamed that person for trapping me for years and years and years. And I lived a very, very miserable life in a very miserable relationship because I hated myself you know, Mm -hmm. till I got out. And when I got out, I sat by myself. And that's why I became the transformational life coach that I am today. Thank God. That's why you were asking, why didn't you talk about it? Because recently I found that I'm completely healed, you know, not completely, 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 but I'm healed and I'm on a way of healing even more. So that's why. So what was the breaking point for you? In their in their life before, yeah, in the previous life before, like what was the breaking point for you? Like I, I just can't live my life, or I can't keep going on like this. And something's got to change. And what were the steps that you took, like the 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 step into healing yourself? You know, I to be honest with you, I didn't know. I entered. I fell in love. And I entered this relationship and I left everything behind to be with this person. And after a year or two, the love was gone, Mm. but Mm. I had this ego complex. You know, I had this God complex that I can fix everyone, that I can, I can change everything. Mm. So imagine you stay, love is gone after two years, but you stay in a life eight more years. I was with a person that I couldn't even stand but it, at the same time, I was lying to myself. I was lying, this is love, this is love, this is love. Because, and later I found out that I'm an empath and the person I was dealing with was a narcissist. And apparently that's a normal thing, but I didn't know. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was dealing with a narcissist. I didn't know that I was an empath till I got out of that life. But what was the breaking point? I think it was, it was three years ago. And I always, at the end of, you know, it's, it's hard. The more you, and I was such a perfectionist. I was so desperate for my love story. And I was so desperate to prove to other people that I can have the life. And I had, you know, from outside, I was happy. I had the, I had the dream house. I had a dream life, dream partner. Everything was good. But from inside, I was miserable. And every time, yeah. And it was just like, you know, again, everybody, wanted to be have my life but I hated my life Mm. and I tried everything to to fix everything but uh, it was I think at the end of uh, December I always write down my I always write write, used to write down the list of the stuff that I wanted to do Mm -hmm. that I want to do in that year Mm -hmm. so I wrote down three and I noticed all the things that I'm writing down it's not about me so for the first time after a decade I asked myself what do you want, Allah? What does make what it what do you want? Mm-hmm. And it really hit me. Like I even remember right now, I'm getting goosebumps. I even remember that I was just like, 
for the first time I talked to myself after a decade, I asked myself what I want, what would make me happy? And the question was, I just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, and that is what I teach today, you know, uh, at, at that moment, I remember I, I just looked up and I said, what can I do? What can I do to get out of this life? I even wrote it down. I wrote down, help me, just show me what can I do. And now that I go back and look from that moment, I was getting signs after signs after signs. Four months later, I was out of that life. I left. I left basically everything behind. But a lot of things happened till I left behind. And it was all the, you know, now I'm conscious. At that moment, I was just, I didn't pay attention till I did. And even the things that I pay attention in that moment was accidental. But now, again, when you get conscious, when you're self-aware of stuff around you, I go back and I see this universe really helped me because from the moment you decide to change, then you change see all the signs. Happen. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And on your page, you mentioned about how choosing you is not selfish. So um, let's elaborate on that and talk about self-love. So what does self-love mean to you? Well, you know, I was before in before this, I thought self-love is that me, me, me. I love myself. I love myself. Right. But getting out of that life and sitting with myself, I found out and we all do that, but I'm talking about myself. I, mm-hmm. I, saw, I found out that being in that relationship, being and that relationship was just, you know, I blamed that person. I was broken already. That's why we are all broken kids inside. Mm-hmm. We have to heal that in order to break the cycle, right? Mm-hmm. So I found out that I was, it's so unloving. I was so mean to myself, you know, when I got out of that life, I broke basically I thought I'm gonna get out I'm gonna leave everything and I'm gonna have pina colada someplace on but it didn't it wasn't like that I literally broke I disconnected from everyone everywhere I was I got this um, Airbnb that was really shitty to live in and I, I, and I sit there for like, like three months no contact at wow. all Damn. Yes, I got ulcer I had this hole in my stomach that was the one of the good thing that happened to me. <laughs> but what the more I sat, the more I meditated, because mm-hmm. the only thing I had, I had this book, uh, Breaking a Habit of Being Yourself from Dr. Oh. Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. And that was my last, to me, that was my last hope. I told myself, I'm going to change myself. This is the last thing because I, my logical brain is like the human me was so holding on to everything. but. Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's a neurologist. I don't know if you heard about him. I've heard he's a of neurologist. Him. Yeah. So he explained really good how logical, how soul and mind and body is different, right? Mm-hmm. And I understood my this logical, this human me understood. And I was just, this is my last way. And I'm going to meditate till I understand. And I was angry. I was so, so angry. And the more I sat with my anger, I found out I'm not angry. There are layers and layers and layers I was just love deprived and Mm -hmm. the only way that I can fix it I went back to that Allah who was five years old four years old and her mother left her or she thought her mother left her right so 
I started this practice that I would do in the mirror. I just picked it up. I don't know. It was, it was just like, I would listen to everyone and everything, right? I was so determined that I'm going to be happy no matter what. Mm-hmm. I have to be You happy, made a choice. Right? Yes, exactly. That was my choice. So I would sit in the mirror and I would look for her. And I actually, and my goal was like, I'm going to do everything I can because it's because of her that I'm this woman today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything I can to make her forgive me and I forgive her. Mm-hmm. But I had to find her. So by sitting by myself, by going back and by finding out that I'm every single thing that, again, it's, it's, and it's a progress, you know, it happens even today. But today is just like I live a conscious life. At that mm-hmm. moment, like 18 months ago, 15 months ago, it wasn't like that. But I found myself. And then then I understood what self-love is and self-love for me and what I preach and what I teach is start with forgiveness, Ooh, but we yeah. go wrong about it. We think we have to forgive others. No, forgiveness is not for others. Forgiveness is for you because mm-hmm. the moment you forgive you, I mean, the moment you find that kid and make that kid that sits inside you, forgive you, everything else is gone. You know, I, mm-hmm. like sometimes I sit and I think, think why was I mad at my mother right because it, it wasn't me it wasn't this woman it wasn't that kid was that that was your inner child exactly that in, like people call it so I used to call it inner child because mm-hmm. again I was so logical but today I believe that I'm a soul I know that I'm a soul in this human body but 18 months ago I didn't believe that I still wasn't awake today I feel I'm awake I know I'm awake. Things are evolving, you know. The more conscious you become, the more you understand what's going on. Yes, call it soul, call it inner child, call it whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. There are always two of you, this human you mm-hmm. and the inside of you. And again, what I believe there is this power inside of you that is stronger than anything. And that is that your inner child, that is that soul you. To me, self-love started with, I broke down and I saw myself, you know, I mm. saw myself at the age of five and every day, even today, even today, every day I wake up, I go into the mirror. I say, hi, Allahe, I love you. What do you want me to do today? You know, mm. and there is Nietzsche talks about this, that you have to become the child. You have to live life as a child. There's a big book he talks about how we all are born as camels then we become some of us become lions we have to slay all the dragons Mm. but at the end you have to become the child to live up and I think I totally understand that understood that because I really live my life as a child it means it means I don't hold grudges Mm. I don't hate anyone I don't you know before like one thing that we do, we all do, like we say, oh, I don't like this person, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do the same thing and I stop myself. Yeah. Say, Why am I not liking that person? Or yeah. I was very judgmental, you know, I was a horrible person. Mm-hmm. And that's why yeah. I lived a horrible life because I believe you manifest who you are. Exactly, yeah. And what you want is simple. What you, it's just mediocre. I'm sorry that yeah. I say that, yeah. but like what you want 
you manifest who you are. Mm-hmm. I noticed that for the decade that I lived in that shitty life, it was because of me, because I was lying. I was, I was lying. I was lying because I was living with someone I didn't love, but I would tell that person that I love you. I cheat. I'm, cheated. I lied. I did all the worst thing and everyone and everything that come came to me was horrible. Yes. I had the money. Yes. I had social status. Yes. I had the car. I had this and that, but today I have 1% of what I had before, mm-hmm. but I'm happy. You know? Yeah. Right. Now you're mm-hmm. And you cannot. And when you see that the beauty of being conscious is that when the whales are lifted, Mm-hmm. You cannot put that back. You cannot. And self-love to me is to be, to just find that little kid in you, fix it and make that is self-love. Now, when I look back on every stage of my life, every mm-hmm. picture that I see, every movie that I see, I say, oh my God, you're so loved. Before I hated myself, you know, I put, look at, oh my God, who's that person, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what we do. That is self-love to me. So basically it's like, and learn to relearn. You know how all those terms as people talk about? So we're like basically onions and you shed all these layers and basically it all goes down to you. So you were born with this beautiful soul and then based on your society and how you've been programmed and you put all these layers, which is not even you because they are the programs that you know the society put you into. And as you get older, you have all these layers. And as you get older, when you become conscious, it's about you and shedding all these layers and going back to your little you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that one thing that I always like teach Mm -hmm. is that it's okay. It's okay if even you're 25, 30, I even give you to 35, that you blame your parents, your society, everything. But after that, it's on us. It's mm-hmm. on every single one of us yeah. to sit and find out what's what is wrong with me. You know, some people sometimes accuse me of teaching selfishness, and I said yes. If selfishness means focus on yourself, you know, who calls you selfish? If you, if you, I've been called selfish because I'm not doing what makes you happy. And I choose to do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Like, who's, like, you know, you see that there's yeah, like yeah. the irony in this. This is, if, if I'm going to be centered, I'd rather be centered in self. Mm-hmm. But how are, you, how, are you, how are you becoming self-aware? The more you know about yourself, the more you get to love yourself. Like we put everything on our partners, on our lovers. How can you... How can you, how can anyone please you, love you, if if you don't love you, if you don't know how to please you, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. how do you know, how do you know to please yourself? How do you know to love yourself? You have to get to know yourself. Yeah. You know, we, exactly. We, 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 we focus on others. We blame everything. And I've been there. I've been Mm -hmm. there. I've lived that life and it was easy. It was not easy in our mind is comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's in victimhood. We are in victimhood. Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? And yes, the universe, when you ask the question, it's given, it gives mm-hmm. you more reason of why, but for one second, just sit, look at your life, just sit still and look at your life 
and see what can I do to get out of this situation. Mm-hmm. And everything will come to you because we are not our circumstances. I'm a living proof, you know? Yeah. I've made the living out of loving myself. <laughs> yeah. So what so, are the steps you took into finding yourself? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, there are, I have this, I have this live that I go on Monday sometime before in Facebook. It's just like um, how to love yourself to that. <laughs> so <laughs> the steps, I, the steps that I did, the first thing that I did, I cut everything and everyone, but for me, it was very extreme. I had no choice. I, I actually broke mentally and physically everything. I just broke. Uh, but I always tell people, don't wait till you break because universe talk to you in whispers. Mm-hmm. It gives, you know, for years and years and years, I, I was afraid of becoming this woman that I am, you know, we're not afraid of failing we are afraid of being great we're afraid of being big because again society growing up they want us you know in a cage Mm -hmm. I found out that I was the one holding me back I was the one caging me and mistakenly I thought I'm afraid of failing but I wasn't I'm afraid of being great at that time Mm -hmm. right so I cut everything but the way I teach it to people right The first step is to start writing, write down the things that you want because journaling every, yes, yes. The first thing, this is the most important question to ask for anyone who want to start, not dabble. A lot of us dabble in self-consciousness, you know, authenticity, transformation. No, but if you're serious about it, sit for five minutes disconnect everything and ask yourself, what would make me happy? What would I love to do, to have, to be? What would I love? And listen to yourself. I, this is my job. I see people, at least 30 people every month. And I Mm -hmm. ask them this question. What would you love? You cannot, you cannot believe at least 29 out of 30, the first thing they tell me is what they won't love. But the question is this, remember, don't think, I always say, drop from this beautiful head into your body, feel Mm. it. If you could have anything, anything you want, anything you would, like, if I'm a genie, I always say, I'm a genie, I'm not in a bottle. Yeah. If I'm a genie, and with a snap of a finger, Mm -hmm. I can do whatever you want what would you love to have to be to do and that is a practice just sit still and start writing do it every morning for 30 days you don't even need 30 days just write whatever comes instead of thinking every morning you cannot believe the start of day one day seven day 14 by the by the day 30th you will know what you want and the thing is a man without a vision for himself is like a ship without a captain. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Mm-hmm. You cannot go anywhere if you don't know where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And mistakenly, we think that we were sent here to find a purpose in this life. Mm, yeah. No, I have news for you. There is okay. no purpose in this life. We were sent here 
to give this life a purpose. Think about it. Mm-hmm. We were sent here to create the dream, the dream life. Life is supposed to be fun. Life is supposed to be happy. We didn't choose to come here. Everything is supposed to be easy. We mm-hmm. make it hard. Mm-hmm. That's on us, you know. It's always, you know. I was the couple of days, couple of weeks ago. I was pulled over by a cop. I was on my motorcycle. I, I'm a biker, so same. I, I, and I was laughing. <laughs> I was I was laughing and I was taking picture. I was going live on Instagram, and the cop was like, "Are you proud?" And I was just like, "Officer, tell me this. What are my <laughs> choices? I can stand here, being angry, yell at you." being mad, ruin on my life, my day. Why can you sit here, laugh and smile and do this? And he was like, oh my God, I wish everybody was like you. And we start talking. He didn't give me a ticket. Oh, he amazing. Said, like, he wanted to go. Yeah. And I told, and I stopped him. I said, like, you see, if I was mad, if I was sad, if I was grumpy, you would give me the ticket. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't have any ticket. That I'm telling you this because everything that happens, that's why conscious being conscious really important mm. there are times and it's you know it's a repetition yeah. even for me even for me don't make mistake I I always say my client I'm a transformational coach because I'm always in transformation it doesn't mean that you're done no mm-hmm. you do it or evolving all the, time, all the time there are times that I, I I feel that I'm getting angry at someone or something or what any situation so mm-hmm. what I do I always use this I always stop myself oh, and that wow. I have from yeah that I have from Dr. Joe Dispenza of the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself mm-hmm. the moment something starts to happen that is out of I stop myself alignment yeah and then exactly and then I said and I take now I take a couple of breaths I come back and the best way is to take deep breath from your nose and inhale from your mouth do it a couple of times if you're sitting get up if you're off sit change your physical change your physical yeah. and then just point, like i i i tap my hand i oh, that's why people, people do the emotional there's emotional tapping so there's a tapping yes exactly yeah. people do tapping so I, I, you do slap exactly. yeah it's the same it's the I same technique <laughs> exactly so I slap myself but the best the moment and I ask while I'm doing that I ask Mm -hmm. myself why why are you why are you getting angry it's not that person's fault or it's not this and one thing that is really important we only need 60 seconds less than 60 seconds to change our states Mm -hmm. to change it so what I picked up what I've like this is what I do that really helped me was that I would remember, and right away, I would remember the person that I love the most. And mm-hmm. for me, it's my niece. My brother just had a, had a baby, ah, yeah. and I love her. You know, we all have. It can be your puppy. It can, be, it can even be a food, something mm-hmm. that you love. But don't think, feel it. Like, I feel the love inside me. I feel mm-hmm. the joy. I'm like, in the beginning, I had her picture. I even have, but like, in the beginning, I had her picture on my screen. Oh, I think I should do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would look at her and I would forget everything. So, but now the moment it happens, the moment it happens, I call her name, I close my eyes and I'm done. You change your state, basically. Exactly. You change your state. And that's the first 20 seconds. Like you don't, 
again, I'm very like, you need to count. And this is it. It's a work, guys. I know it's work, but it's doable and you can do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it because mm-hmm. I was so deep in my logical brain and I was so, you know, I was so set on my my do's and don'ts and this mm-hmm. is it, this is that. But now instead of saying I'm I'm a being, I always say I'm becoming mm-hmm. because, you know, we, tell, we say people, oh, this is not me. That's wrong. That's wrong. Because you're fixated. Exactly. The moment we say that's not me, we 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 close everything. Yeah. But this this technique, 20 seconds, first change, and you don't even need the second 20, but if you're very deep, I will, I I always, I always look up, look the sky. Wherever Mm. you are, if you have access to go out, go out wherever you are, look up the sky. Yeah. And while you're looking up, while you're looking up, feel how big everything is mm-hmm. and how small, how, I won't say insignificant because we're not, but mm-hmm. comparing to sky and what you're seeing and just feel gratitude, feel the gratitude that you can see this magnificent sky. Mm-hmm. For me, it's sky or ocean, you know, mm-hmm. and find yourself. And the reason, again, the self-awareness and self-love and consciousness is if you get to know yourself, you know, you're, I know, for example, now that I have to be next to the ocean. Uh-huh. Water makes, makes you happy. Or yeah. I have to look up. Exactly. So when I know, instead of going, living in the center of city that makes me crazy, I will go somewhere close to ocean. That mm-hmm. that is really important. You know, we have to find out what keeps us calm, what keeps us grounded, right? Mm-hmm. So, I would always look at the sky and feel, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, thank you, universe, thank you, everything that I can see this mm-hmm. gratitude, gratitude, and then pick three things that you're grateful for at that moment, like your mother, the coffee you drank this morning. The, the beauty is around you because the more you good, the more good you look for, the more good you see. Yeah. So, uh, and we, yeah, yeah. So it's like whatever that you're saying is, I'm not sure if you've heard of um, Abraham Hicks teaching. So basically, exactly. like, you, attract, yes. Yes. You, attract, you attract who you are. So every exactly. time you're not in alignment, you have to find things that will make you in alignment with your soul so then you attract exactly. things into your life exactly exactly you know i used to i grew up uh, reading rumi rumi oh is yeah a, rumi the yeah. poet i learned farsi from rumi and there is this thing he has that says harchis ani ani this is in farsi but it means you are whatever you're looking for you're that whatever basically. Mm-hmm. And I never, you know, I never understood this. I grew up again, reading about these, a lot of us, his thing, I never understood till I became conscious. Mm. I became, and now, now I know, like, if I, like, sometimes I lie right away, I tell the person that I'm lying because mm-hmm. I know that if I lie, it will come to me or like, yeah. I will not, I will not steal. I will not do anything. If I, I will not hurt any person because I know I live the other way. Mm-hmm. I live the life without integrity. I, I live the life where I 
hurt people because I was hurt. I sometimes I hurt people for pleasure, and yeah. because I was because they said hurt people hurt people exactly and heal people heal people, people now yeah. like you know now I take pride that people talk to me for like forty minutes and two days later they they call me or text me and they tell me oh my god you've changed my life mm-hmm. and I didn't. No, mm-hmm. I just I just feel like this is my mission. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to go through. That's why I believe all my life, whatever happened to me, was brought to me by me, mm-hmm. and I was primed to become the person that I am today. You know, mm-hmm. you don't just none of us just jump out of the, out of my our mother's stomach and say, "Oh, we're woke." And this is yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's again, it's a process. The woman I was yesterday, I'm not today. Mm-hmm. And it, as as a coach, as a teacher, ninety percent of my job is on me. I work on myself more than I work with my clients. And every client that I have, I learn something. Mm-hmm. You know, I learn. And I believe that universe send those people to me to take me somewhere else. Exactly. That is how I live my life. And another mistake that I see is, again, I decided that I will not focus on anything that I don't like. And my life changed from the moment that I said, yeah. every bad thing that I see, I will turn around and find something good. Mm. And that's why when I'm down or when I feel I'm going down, right away I will change my state mm-hmm. first I will imagine something that makes me happy someone that I love then I will be grateful for three things that I have yeah the last one I look back and see where I was and where I am mm. we always when we we first of all we mistakenly compare ourselves with others mm-hmm. no selfishness what I at least teach is that nothing matters but you yeah and it means that everything you need and everything you want is inside of you mm. and when you find that then you can be more then if i'm not good no one around me is good if i don't love myself i cannot go out and love other people or you won't attract you won't be attracting people who love you because you don't love exactly. yourself right exactly um, so since you mentioned, we're still talking about self-love. So you mentioned that to choose us means to put us up. I mean, not you mentioned, it's like uh, we've been programmed to believe that, right? To, to, to choose us means to put ourselves as a priority, even in relationships. But we've been programmed to believe that we should only be with people who put us as a first priority. So what do you think about that belief? Exactly. That, that's exactly it. You know, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, and I'm going again with women because I work closely with women. I'm a woman, but as first of all, we we are programmed as as a little girls. We are programmed that we need someone. We need someone in order to give us meaning. Mm, in order yeah. to give our life meaning if i'm if i'm a woman if someone loves me then i'm you, lovable. you get your worth from it yeah yeah exactly i'm lovable but the thing the, the thing is someone do love you does love you that someone is you when you love yourself you know i i'm writing a book about um mm-hmm. uh, how to please yourself in order to be happy you have mm-hmm. to be able as a woman to please yourself mm-hmm. why because 
And everybody, like, you know, it's a question. How do you please a woman who can please herself? You don't. You don't have to. The mm-hmm. pressure is off. And it's possible. It's actually possible to please a woman who can please yourself. Mm-hmm. It's good. You can love a woman who can love herself. Mm-hmm. Because even if you can't, she will show you. She will teach you. Mm-hmm. But the question is, how can you please a woman who can't please herself? How can you love a woman who can't love herself? It's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Imagine this. If someone comes to me and tells me, you know, mm-hmm. know what? Uh, you don't make me happy. I'm happy. And I like that you're happy. Let's be happy together. Mm-hmm. How pleasurable is this? I will lay, I will say, okay, oh, la, la, let's get married. <laughs> let's have yeah. kids. Yeah. Why? Why? Because if, if my happiness is not on you, my sadness is not on you either. Mm-hmm. We put this, you know, again, I live that. I live that codependent life yeah. and it doesn't start with uh, from the you know if if 11 10 12 13 years ago someone told me you will live in a life where you wouldn't you couldn't even move without your partner because if you did something would happen to that person because they love you so much if you mm. love me you don't go there and a lot of us do that right I think I majority say, no of the way. majority of the relationships are all codependent and that's what we exactly. program yeah because we don't notice, you know, I was mm-hmm. actually telling one of my clients, one of my friends the other day, I lived the life with a clinically narcissistic psychopath. And I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But then I came out, I studied, I studied it myself, I studied, I went into that narcissism. Now I can actually see all the signs. I see couples, the moment they enter my office the moment I sit with them I can tell right away the signs or my friends or the people around me I can see these codependency and some of them know and they work on it because Mm -hmm. a relationship is a full-time job where it is a full-time exactly but some of them don't Mm -hmm. and most of us don't and we become this codependence because no one can make you happy if you are not happy Mm -hmm. you're the only one I'm a professional, I'm a bodybuilder, right? Mm-hmm. And being a bodybuilder, there are like a lot of pressure on your body or your mind. So there are days I get up and I just want to die. Like basically my body is so tired. My mind is so tired. Mm-hmm. Why, why today? Today, I didn't even want to move. Okay. I wake up at 2.30 in the morning. I didn't want to move. Wow, 2.30 in the myself. morning. That's my, I sleep at seven though. It's my life. It's my luxurious life. As a bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I talked to myself. I was like, okay, no one can get you out of this. And no one, the best thing that we should all know, no one is coming. No one. And that is the best thing that you can get it into your head. No one is coming. No one is saving you. Because first of all, you don't need saving. Second of all, you have everything that you need. That's mm-hmm. why talking to yourself is so important. You know, it's, it's all talking progress. So mm-hmm. I talked to myself, I got up, I made coffee. I went, I did one hour cardio, one hour my working. And then I had to do more. And I was sitting in my, in the locker room thinking, I can go home and sleep, but tomorrow I will feel bad. I will say I lost 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was sitting, I was just sitting there and doing nothing. And I was thinking, okay. 30 minutes is nothing. Get up. 
get up, mm-hmm. go do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did. And that happens. Even for me, that happens. I have clients, they call me in the middle of like night. They, they are crying that I cannot do something. I understand. That's why I'm here for. That's why you mm-hmm. need help. So yeah. every one of us, if you know where are your weaknesses, you can find a person who can help you to get where you want to go. Mm-hmm. But putting it on anyone else, that is something that you're just programmed. Yeah. And only you can change it. As a former programmer, I know that this brain is just like a machine. You can program it, delete it, reprogram it. Mm-hmm. Everything is up to you. Mm-hmm. We mistakenly think that this you don't belong to your brain. Your brain belongs to you. It's like mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah. I belong to my hand. No, mm-hmm. the hand belongs to you. The yeah. brain belongs to you. And only you can do it. And find help. I think if you're in that I usually deal, I used to deal with people who were in a very, very different state than normal. You know, they're very mm-hmm. low, I would say. I wouldn't say broken because no one is broken. Yeah, no, yeah. No one. We are not broken. The soul is not breakable at all. But, and when most of them, when they come to me, the story that they've been telling themselves wow, yeah. is the story in their head. Mm-hmm. You know, the story is in your head. You can change your story at any mm-hmm. time, at any moment. You can change your story. You can get up and say, I, I never, you know, there are things that I do today that two, three, four years ago, I grew up thinking, I grew up thinking that I'm unlovable. Mm-hmm. Why? Because again, that was the story that I was telling myself as a five-year-old, as a four-year-old. My mother, mother left you. me. Yeah. So I'm unlovable. And she didn't leave me. She left me with her mother, who was even better than my mother, you know. But you don't get it. So I grew up thinking I'm so hard to love. And then Mm. I find the person who would tell me every day. My partner would say, no one would ever love you the way I do. You're so hard to love. Only I can love you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that. I believe that in my head. Till one day I said, I don't want this love. It's right? not healthy but love, today, it's toxic love. Exactly. I changed, I came out and I looked at myself and I said, you're lovable, I love you, everything is so mm-hmm. easy. Believe it or not, everyone that come my way, they love me and I love them. I'm love, mm-hmm. everything is love. Yeah. Because I changed the story in my, my head. So wherever you are, whoever you are, if you're listening to this, is one thing you want to take from everything of living a conscious life. Write it down, the story that you've been telling yourself and read it. Mm-hmm. And you'll understand 99% of it is not even your story. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's like, it's like a historic course from your ancestors, some of them. Mm-hmm. And even if it is, even if it is, you you're not, your, <laughs> yeah, you're not your story. You're not yeah. what, you're not history. You're not what happened to you. You are whatever you chose to be, whatever you mm-hmm. want to whatever you want to be. No one can stop you. You're the one. And I'm not the only living proof. All of us, a lot of us are, you know, just yeah. like, for example, you mentioned Abraham Hicks, right? Mm-hmm. If someone told that your soul in a human body two years ago, three years ago, I would just say, this is just bullshit, right? <laughs> no, 
I mean it. But mm-hmm. I woke up one day after I went through all those pain and I said through that, I saw myself, I saw the soul me. And I have I have a blog, I have a YouTube, I actually wrote about it, I have everything there. It's a very long story. The moment I was sitting on a beach and, a, and I saw myself and I basically woke up and I noticed everything, I understood everything that happened to me, mm-hmm. why, the reason of everything, right? And then I, when I got up, everything had changed. I could feel the vibration. I could see the energies. I could see, the, I, like, it was just literally, it was like my eyes were open. And I came home and I just Googled, I'm a soul in human body. Mm-hmm. I, and Abraham Hicks came up. Oh, yeah. What, um, yeah, right? And I found that it wasn't just me. It, it's not just me. There are millions of people out there that believe this. So this is something. So mm-hmm. when it's asked, it's always given. Mm-hmm. You just have to be ready to receive it. And I wasn't till I was. So all of those, everyone, mm-hmm. if you ask the right question, you will always get the answer. And write down, write down, write now. Journal, 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 mm-hmm. journal. I have journals for everything. <laughs> I think I have like 200 journals in there. I write, every, do it, do it, mm-hmm. and you will not regret. That's, that's what, that would be my first, yeah. And um, I know your time is precious, so I'd like to end it with three questions. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is uh, share one truth about you that only you know. that is so cool (laughs) well all my life I would I would insist on that I'm not secretive Uh, but recently I found out that I'm actually very secretive (laughs) (laughs) and I'm just gonna and I'm gonna own it but now that you ask me like really I think the only thing that I that maybe no one knows about I love eating with my hands <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I myself I always use my hand and I hate spoon yeah <laughs> so I, that's the only thing <laughs> amazing <laughs> and uh, what does it mean to you to live a conscious lifestyle to enjoy every moment of every day and be present, you know, I, 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 I have forgiven myself for being gone for so long because I was gone, you know, but I do the practice of being present at all time. And I think mm-hmm. when you're present, you can see people, you can feel people, you can love people mm. and you can, you know, you can give more, you can give more of yourself. So I think being conscious is just being present at all time. That is, that is, and being happy. The only way you can be happy is when you know what's going on inside of you, you know, what's inside. That's the con, that's what it means to me. Amazing. No, too much, almost, almost, another week from now it's going to be a year from this whole COVID thing happened right mm-hmm. imagine this a year a year ago this time they were talking about it's going to be apocalypse you're all going to be dead we're going to be this that right mm-hmm. we're here yeah we're still here yeah. 
So instead of watching the news, instead of focusing on everything that are programming us, everything from outside, instead of depending our happiness to the outside, let's just sit and focus inside. Mm -hmm. And that is a conscious lifestyle. And the final question is, what impact do you want to leave on this world? I just want to, you know, I, I grew up very lonely life, mm-hmm. you know, but I was always a happy, I'm, I'm a happy, you know, if you see me, anyone that knows me, when I smile, everybody smile. Yeah. And my goal, the little girl, I was like, I'm, nothing is impossible. And my goal was to make everyone happy, like mm. to make everyone happy. But I went wrong about it because yeah. I, I grew up thinking that I can fix people, that I can yeah. make people. Mm. But and then I said, no, it's impossible to make people happy because the moment you get into the habit of pleasing others, it becomes impossible because you can never please everyone. Yeah. But I found out that I cannot be everything for everyone, but I can, can be everything for myself. Mm. And as long as I'm happy, everyone around me, just exactly. by looking at me, are happy. So my goal is to just, you know, do something that makes other people's lives happier, even if it's going to be for a second. You know, mm-hmm. I, my goal is when I look at a person and I smile and I see that that person just smiling back or they're like mm-hmm. in their head, look at me and they smile back, I feel good. And I feel yeah. like, okay, a smile can change someone's mood, even mm-hmm. if it's for it's a second. That, yeah, that is my, that is how I live in my life yeah. every day. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self.